are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Sun Devils Nation. This is a special Saturday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Today, me and Connor Drios are going to sit down and look at the matchup with UNLV's football team and what the Sun Devils can expect, both offensively and defensively, looking at matchups that we can exploit, making some bold predictions, as well as looking at some prop bets that we're interested in and that we personally may or may not be gambling on. Take our advice for some last-second information excuse me, about this game. Don't forget to check out Stat Hero for all the smartest bets that you can make. Remember to tell them Locked On sent you. Football fans, it's not too late to listen to the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 for previews of every team and every division from our local experts and Audacity's NFL experts. Search Ultimate Season Preview 2021 today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, it is game day. Uh, I'm sitting here with my co-host, Richie Bradshaw. Richie, how are you doing on this Saturday? I'm doing great, and I can't wait to sit down and watch some Sun Devil football today. We are, what, about five hours or so away from kickoff our time right now? Uh, can't wait for week two of some Sun Devil action uh, after week one. Uh, we talked a little bit this week about just some things we can improve on, so hopefully we can see Herm Edwards and company take some steps forward and get ready for some uh, future Pac-12 play. Yeah, and don't, for, don't forget to follow me and Connor Drios on Twitter as we live tweet the game tonight. You can find me on Twitter at RichieBrads36, and you can find my best friend Connor Drios at CDrios. Also, for what it's worth, make sure you're following the Locked on Sun Devils podcast Twitter page at LO underscore Sun Devils. Make sure you click like, subscribe to the channel, and remember that you can find this podcast everywhere from Spotify, Apple Music, Google Music, Stitcher, Anywhere that you listen to your podcast, the Locked On Sun Devils are always available to you Monday through Friday. All right, so let's get into this game. Um, for this first segment, we'll be talking about our offense versus the UNLV Rebels defense. Uh, we talked a little bit this week about how Jaden Daniels and the rest of the offense performed. Uh, we're going to be looking at how this is going to essentially go up against the Rebels defense and what we can look to exploit. We're starting with the UNLV secondary. Uh, For their game last week against Eastern Washington, they did allow 374 passing yards. Uh, This game did go into overtime, so some of these stats might be uh, a little bit more spiked compared to a four-quarter game. Uh, However, we talked this week a lot about how uh, the Sun Devils will have an opportunity to at least throw the ball a little bit more. I I would say I expect um, ASU to be in a position where they are going to be running it a little bit more just due to the game script itself. Uh, but we'll see if Jaden does get a, a couple more pass attempts in there. We can see how um, the receiving core as a whole can exploit their secondary. Well, and as you can guess, who am I going to be looking at this week? Tell me. Andre Johnson. As always, I am an Andre Johnson stan for ASU football moving forward. He had a couple of big catches last week against Southern Utah, and I fully expect that against a UNLV passing defense that gave up as many, as many passing yards as they did, they had three guys eclipse 65 receiving yards or more for Eastern Washington, and I don't feel like that's going to change. I think that ASU's got the firepower to open up this offense deep, 
And as we highlighted a few days ago on this podcast, I want to see that Sun Devils offense really air the ball out. This would be the week to do it. This is the week where you can get creative, you can experiment, you can get cute a little bit and try and figure out what works, what doesn't what doesn't work, and just get a real good feel for what you can do moving forward when you actually have to start challenging teams through the air. On a scale of one to a Ricky Pearsall 29-yard um, pass, how, how cute are you talking? I'm thinking that you could do some, some reverses, some double pass plays, and I think that you should be able to really just uh, explore. Like, There's nothing wrong with a little bit of experimenting on offense and trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work, obviously, but also what you can drum up to really expand this offense and make it as creative as possible. I'm not saying you need to get to like an Oregon Ducks level of creative and cute. Like I can't say cute enough as, as boring of a word as that has become in, in football today. But I do want to see I want I want to see the offense become a little more creative. Because down the road, you're probably not going to be able to do it as much against defenses like USC's. So if you can figure out what works and what doesn't work, that's the most important thing. This is the week to experiment. Yeah, absolutely. I think you just get some guys in space and just see how, uh, just kind of backing off your point, seeing what is working for the Sun Devils team. Uh, and you're just you're ultimately looking to take something away to build upon, right? If you can at least walk away from this game, regardless of the score, saying, hey, there, here's things that we can take. Um, going into uh, some future games. That, that's all you're really looking for, right? Now, you talked about Andre Johnson, uh, as well as maybe a Ricky Pearsall in terms of like who we're going to be looking to watch. Definitely Ricky Pearsall. I, I think if you're UNLV's defensive coordinator, they're not keeping you up at night, and it's not so much because they don't have the talent or because they're not a threat, because we totally believe that they can be. They're, they're going to be looking at our, our run game, but I think until you can establish that as at least uh, a consistent weapon that you can kind of pull out of, uh, of your bag whenever you need to, uh, they're not going to be looking at that. So while I, I do think they'll, they'll know who Andre Johnson is uh, and they'll be looking to, to kind of lock him down and force us to at least run the ball, uh, I, I think until you can for sure identify who the number one is in this offense and, and kind of get a pecking order going, uh, they're always going to be looking at our running backs first and, and our, our, any of our receivers secondary. No, definitely. But you know the one thing that is going to be keeping UNLV up is that run game. And obviously, the, the run is going to be entirely uh, entirely based on how, how well the Sun Devils offense is going to look. But I think there are very few teams that ASU is going to play this year that are going to have a solution for the run game of Chip Traynham, Rashad White, and Jaden Daniels. While Eastern Washington may not have the running backs that ASU uh, should have, do uh, you know how many rushing yards they gave up uh, against Eastern Washington last week? Well, here's here's the caveat: is you do got to remember that these quarterbacks, when they take sacks, are going to lose some yards. But that is true. We do have this pulled up right in front of us. So without without guessing, I'll just tell you that Eastern Washington only racked up 97 rushing yards and under three yards in the attempt. I, I think we should be able to smash that number. Uh, it, it's not so much that um, I, I don't think we can't. But that might be a strength that UNLV is looking to uh, essentially just use throughout the game. If they ideally can stop the run game for us and maybe force Jaden to pass a little bit more and get us out of our comfort zone, that's what they're going to be looking to do. Uh, obviously, I, I think from their side, and we'll get into more of this as well in the second segment, if they can control the clock more on there and they keep 
uh, the ball out of our hands, maybe a turnover or two, that's going to be the recipe for success. Yeah, spoiler alert, though, it's not going to happen. This ASU run run offense is going to end up becoming one of the 5-10 to 10 best in the entire nation, probably the number one in the Pac-12, and it's going to be a problem for a lot of teams. Depending on how successful this team is moving forward for the rest of the season, I'm not saying playoff uh, contention is within their realm. I truly don't I don't believe that they're on that same level as teams like Ohio State, who lost today to Pac-12 contender Oregon, but Alabama, the Alabamas of the world, the Clemsons of the world, the Notre Dames of the world would be able to clamp down this offense. But the teams that ASU does play this year are not going to have any solutions. Man, quick sidebar. you got to feel pretty good if you're Fresno State, right? If you're able to contend a little bit with Oregon and then they go knock off Ohio State, what's Fresno State got to be thinking going into week two? Well, you definitely love a good moral victory, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that is our offense versus their defense. In the next segment, we're going to be breaking down uh, their def- uh, sorry, our defense versus their offense uh, and how we can shut them down uh, as well. Uh, stay tuned here. You're listening to Locked On Sun Devils. Do you ever find it hard to find a, a protein bar that you like? Uh, some just don't taste very well, or, or maybe it's the texture of others. Uh, I personally have found that Built Bar has everything all in one. Uh, did you know that Built Bar has many del- delicious flavors to choose from? And ultimately, there's they're something for everyone. Uh, when you talk to a Built Bar fan, such as myself or Richie, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. Uh, if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have some like coconut, uh, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate. My personal favorite is the German chocolate. Uh, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you can get two of each of the nine flavors that they have total. Not only are Built Bar's flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Uh, check out the macros on those, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories that are ranging from 130 to 180, and only four to five grams of sugar. Sugar is another big thing when you're looking at maybe some of the other big protein bars in the market, maybe like uh, an RX bar or maybe uh, a Cliff Bar. Those also might taste okay, but they're packed with sugar, and that's where Built Bar uh, kind of has the best of both worlds there. Uh, they all have amazing flavors, and they're all tasty and healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Uh, we have an offer for going to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% off at BuiltBar.com. And welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils. Uh, again, this is a preview for Week 2 against the UNLV Rebels. Uh, now we're going to be talking about uh, the Sun Devils' defense versus their offense. Uh, I will at least give the Rebels some credit. Uh, if we're just going to base it off of uh, how their game went last week, uh, they did have a quarterback change about halfway through the game. Uh, so they switched from Justin Rogers to Doug Brumfield. Uh, and Brumfield at least was able to provide a, a bit more of a spark to the offense that was able to push the game into overtime. Uh, so as far as uh, our defense, Richie, what are you looking at uh, at least highlighting maybe specific players or matchups as they go against UNLV? I definitely want to see how that really good secondary for the Sun Devils holds up against a pretty solid passing attack from UNLV. They had a couple of guys really stand out. Kyle Williams particularly caught six passes for 87 yards, including along at 58, which was the big play that UNLV's passing attack had. Obviously, they were run heavy, but they're going to end up having to throw this ball a lot because ASU is going to get up very early. And that's where I want to see ASU's pass rush really kick itself into a second gear. Tyler Johnson, knock on wood, is not going to get ejected during this game for targeting, which is going to provide another kick in the pass rush for the Sun Devils. 
with that pass rush, hopefully being at 100%, you should be able to see the team create more pressure and maybe some more opportunities in the secondary for interceptions. Last week, we did have three interceptions, including two from Darian Butler, who, of course, we're going to highlight as one of the guys to watch for this defense. So I'm looking at Darian Butler again. I'm looking at Chase Lucas again. I'm looking at Jack Jones again. And I'm looking at Evan Fields again. I wouldn't, I, I don't think it's fair to say that there is an elephant in the room. But when you look at UNLV's offense, um, Charles Williams at least is the guy that we need to talk about. Obviously, you talked about Kyle Williams in terms of their receivers, uh, but the strength of this team is also going to be their running game. Charles Williams absolutely went off last week for 177 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I, if I'm uh, the offensive coordinator for the Rebels, you got to get Brumfield comfortable in this game, right? They're coming into a game, uh, an away game for them against Arizona State, where Brumfield might be a little uncomfortable. I believe for his career, he's only attempted a little bit north of 30 passes. So it's not like he has a lot of experience underneath his belt. Uh, so I really do think we're going to see Charles Williams early and often uh, until they can kind of establish the run. So that way they can get uh, maybe a little bit of play action going for Brumfield. Um, but if you're the Sun Devil defense, you've got to be able to stop this guy, right? And it's not so much that we had uh, a bad showing last week. Um, but if we were to walk away from this game after getting dominated in the run game uh, with Tyler Johnson back, I think that would uh, have a little cause for concern as far as going into week three and on for the, uh, the Sun Devils. Yeah, so Charles Williams is definitely going to be the key to the UNLV Rebels offense. What what he's able to generate on the ground is going to be uh, it, it's going to be indicative of what the Rebels are going to be able to do on offense because Brumfield is going to need that cushion in order to open up the passing game. But remember last week, ASU's defense at, only gave up three yards per carry on the ground and on twenty six carries that the, the uh, Southern Utah had. So it's not as though it was a small sample size. Southern Utah was trying to pound the rock, and they could not get anything going. So if the Rebels get suffocated up front trying to run the ball, and then they have, they're have they forced to pass, which, again, they're going to be. ASU was going to put up numbers. I, I truly don't believe that the Rebels have a chance in this. Famous last words, of course. Of course, this is going to be documented in pasted everywhere so but you said it not me that's all that matters well someone tell freezing cold takes that richie bradshaw has his first ever bad take i've never had a bad take before this in my whole life that is a bad take in itself but i i totally agree i don't look at my at my nfl draft takes (laughs) i get where you're coming from um we talked in our first segment about um maybe getting a little bit fancy with some of their play calling and this is the best case scenario for this team right Arizona uh, State gets off to a a fast start uh, to where uh, the Rebels are going to have to pass a little bit more than they're comfortable with, and they have to lean a little bit away from Charles Williams. Um, So if they can take away their best uh, offensive weapon because they have to pass the ball a little bit more, uh, and they're going to start playing to some of our strengths with our linebackers and our secondary as well, uh, that's going to put ASU in just a a great position overall to be able to take control of this game. Um, I talked a little bit about the at the end of last segment, if I'm the offensive coordinator, they have to be able to, to limit the amount of possessions that ASU is going to have. They just have to. It's nothing against their team as a whole, uh, but I really do think whether it's Jaden or the run game, they're going to be able to march the ball pretty consistently down the field uh, against this defense. And if if we're trading essentially more so touchdowns for even field goals for their side, this game's just not going to be close. 
No, it definitely isn't be is isn't going to be. And I truly, I truly think that this is going to be a lot like the game last week, where Arizona State gets a pretty nice lead, and then the Rebels are able to get some chunk plays. This this Sun Devils defense is far from perfect. It is a very good unit, but they are susceptible to the big play, and they are going to give up some big plays. So we have to be prepared to to realize that it's not going to be a perfect performance. So that that's something that we're going to look out for. But this defense is going to force some turnovers. They're going to make some big plays. I have a lot of faith that this defense, more often than not, is going to show out tonight and really make the Sun Devils look good as a whole. One last piece I want to touch on is just going to be um, Arizona State's uh, special teams as a whole. Uh, well, more so specifically with Logan Tyler. Uh, last week, he had uh, five extra point attempts, uh, and he missed two of them. One of those was blocked. Uh, but the thing for me is he didn't have a field goal attempt. And while it's not necessarily a big deal, uh, if if he doesn't get that experience under his belt until Christian Zendejas comes back, what's going to happen if his first crucial kick maybe comes against a BYU team who I don't want to overlook if I'm the Sun Devils. Well, and remember earlier this week, we highlighted how the special teams unit has to get better. Special teams is such a crucial part of everything that you want to do for your football team as a whole, both pinning guys deep in the, in the inside the 20 when you have to punt the ball and making your field goals, making your uh, point after attempts. You have to be able to do that. And if Logan Tyler can't do that, then you're hoping that Christensen Dejas can get back onto the field sooner rather than later. Yep. So we're just waiting for him to, to essentially come back healthy. Um, so we don't necessarily know what the timeline is for that just yet. Uh, but ideally, once he is back, um, or Logan Tyler can at least show that he, he's got a little bit uh, and can play and kick when it matters, uh, that would also be great as well. So you have a little bit of depth. Uh, so stick with us for our last segment today. We're going to be talking about some fun props for uh, the Arizona State Sun Devils against the UNLV Rebels, uh, things that we will be personally betting on as well, uh, and we'll be tweeting about during the game, whether we're super happy about that or very upset. Uh, So stick with us. You're listening to Locked on Sun Devils. Playing daily fantasy football can be really stressful. Did you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? But is it really that surprising when the game is rigged against you? You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance if we're being honest. But that can change right now by using Stat Hero moving forward. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy daily fantasy football sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their line their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You you name your stakes. Winner take all. You have to take advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. I personally have done daily fantasy football a handful of times, and while it sounds fun on paper, I've never won. And that stinks. I don't like losing money, especially when I'm betting. Everyone who bets has the intention to win. So why not use Stat Hero in order to get yourself in better control? It's, it's, it's the way it was meant to be. It's one-on-one. So play Stat Hero now, change the odds. Use the promo code Locked On. sign up for free right now, and you can get three times the money back on your first play by using the code Locked On. That's 300% match. That's unheard of. Go, go now to Stat Hero, use the, use the promo code Locked On. get 300% back on your bets, and change the way that you do daily fantasy sports.
And we're back for our last segment before uh, the Sun Devils kick off against the UNLV Rebels. Uh, this last segment, we're going to be talking about uh, just some fun props or in terms of like the spread and the total. Um, so first, we're going to address the spread. Uh, Arizona State is heavily favored. Uh, right now, there's a 34 uh, and a half point spread against the Rebels. Richie, you going to take the uh, the Rebels to cover that or not? No, I'm going to take the Rebels to cover. Look, last week they uh, the Sun Devils weren't able to, or excuse me, Southern Utah wasn't able to cover the spread against Arizona State. And as I've told you historically, it feels like Arizona State never really does a good job of covering the spread. And I think that UNLV is going to get some chunk plays. They're going to score touchdowns. This is not going to be a 70-7 football game. This is going to be another, another game like last week where uh, Southern Utah was able to hang 14 points over the Sun Devils, even though the Sun Devils did put up 41. It was a 41-14 game, but they didn't cover the spread. And UNLV is a lot better than Southern Utah. So I have a good feeling that UNLV will be able to cover. There is a scenario in which watching this game, I feel like if they can improve just about everything from last week, I could see it happening. Do I feel good about it? No. No, I don't. But as far as the 34 essentially almost a 35-point spread. That would be a fun game, man. I would absolutely love to watch that game. As far as me personally betting on it, in their last six games, ASU is 4-2 against the spread, according to Oddshark. Uh, the Sun Devils actually have a 1-7 record uh, in their last eight games against the spread against teams that play in the Mountain West Conference teams, uh, who the Rebels are a member of. So with that being said... I would absolutely take UNLV to cover. Do I, I think that is is possible for, for ASU to beat that? 100% I do. Uh, it's it just, that's a lot of points, man. And for ASU, who played as somewhat sloppy as they did last week, it just feels like a lot. Yeah, the one thing to consider, though, for the people who are looking to bet, the, bet that ASU covers, I would tell you that coming off of a super weird season last year where the team only played four games, and you needed this kind of mulligan almost to get everything together and get back on track, establish that chemistry in an actual game, not just in practice. I would tell you that this might be the week that ASU puts it all together and they absolutely shut down a opponent that they're supposed to take advantage of. So for those of you who are looking for a reason to bet on ASU to cover, that's why. ASU should be back on track and ASU has no excuses not to blow the doors off of this team. And like Connor mentioned earlier in the show, this is kind of a revenge game for ASU to come into this game and take down UNLV after the embarrassment that they gave us all those years ago. Yeah, and for the Pac-12 that's showing off right now, I think ASU, they have to have they have to at least start having some wins where uh, they're throwing their name for why they are not only the best in the South, but the best in the conference overall. While they haven't had an opponent, such as a LSU or an Ohio State, um, they have to start having some quality wins uh, at some point in the next couple weeks. Uh, so that was against the spread. Uh, the point total is set at 55. Uh, how do you feel about that? You taking the over or under at 55 points? I think I'm going to take the under. So, uh, again, like this is actually one of those bets where I don't know how entirely confident I am in one way or the other. I personally always kind of favor betting the under when it comes to games like this, just because there's a good chance that ASU ends up pulling their thirds at some point, because as I alluded to, if everything goes right and ASU is back on track and doing what they're supposed to be doing, we could definitely see 
ASU blow the doors off this off this UNLV team and put up the points fast, but they might take their foot off the gas at that point. And UNLV could be trying to get into a, into a, a form of a shootout and putting up points, but I don't know how entirely possible that is. I think UNLV hangs 14 on the Sun Devils, but I don't see anything more than that. I think the Sun Devils could get past 40 points, but what was it, 56 and a half? Uh, in terms of total points now, it's yes. just 55. 55 and a half. So that that one is a tough call. Personally, I'm betting the under. I would like to be exciting and take the over, but that's just a lot of points. I, I think I would take the under there as well. Um, you mentioned a, a shootout scenario for UNLV earlier, and I, I feel like that's going to be very one-sided. As long as the game flows as we expect it to, Arizona State's defense is going to be in total control. Uh, the offense is going to be able to move the ball ideally at will, but that's not a guarantee. Uh, but if they start to get into the end zone a little bit and they are forcing uh, the Rebels to pass a little bit more, uh, Brumfield, with his lack of experience, I, I do see him turning the ball over a little bit more, especially with how much of a ball-hawking team this Arizona State Sun Devils team has turned into uh, over their last, uh, what was it, about 20 games or so. Uh, so yeah, the 38 turnovers. Yeah, so if yeah, I would love to be exciting and take the over there, uh, but I would also be betting the under on that as well. Now, if all 55 and a half of those points can come from Arizona State, I would absolutely be okay losing that bet. Uh, but, but we'll see how this goes. I, I think uh, this is going to be a little bit of a tougher challenge than it was week one, um, but still, like we've mentioned throughout the show, I expect ASU to be able to come in here, or at least UNLV to come into our our stadium and for them to still take care of business. Yeah, no, definitely. So it, it, again, I, I am not a exciting better. I was taking a look at bet online's uh, prop bets that they have for the game. We should uh, just go ahead and advertise right now that bet online is definitely your go-to sports uh, sports bookie to place your wagers on bet online is amazing they have all sorts of great bets for you they cover just about everything from nfl to college football everything else in between you can even do some vegas gambling like playing poker on bet online so definitely check out bet online but me personally looking at bet online i i did a few prop bets i don't feel comfortable in the spread or in the over under for points but if i had to bet one way or the other i'm going to be boring and i'm going to take the under so that is it for our third and final segment for this week. Uh, now we get to sit back on the couch and watch the Sun Devils take care of business um, and hopefully come away with a great win. Uh, don't forget to check us out next week. Monday through Friday will be officially starting. And before we head out, we're going to get a quick bold prediction in for this game. Richie, do you care to kick us off for your bold prediction? Yeah, I think that we end up having some kind of defensive touchdown at some point in the game. I think that Jack Jones, Chase Lucas are going to be sitting on these balls and they're definitely going to take advantage of any opportunity that the quarterbacks give them. I think that we have an opportunity to take it back to the house for a score. I also think that this run game, as per usual, is going to be absolutely dominant. I think that both Rashad White and Chip Trianum cross the century mark, get a few more touchdowns. I think Jaden has a few big runs, and I'm going to go ahead and take the Sun Devils in this game. Uh, Let's go... 45 to 10. So just barely missing missing the uh, over-under there. 
My bold prediction uh, is mostly just going to be focused on Jaden Daniels passing. Uh, I think he'll pass for at least 250 uh, yards to the air tonight. Say 300, you coward. I'll take 250 yards to the air tonight. Um, I, I just think they want to come into this game and just build off of what they had done last week. Um, so I'll be looking for that as well. As far as a, a score prediction, uh, it's to me going to be something pretty similar to last week. I'll, I'll take uh, ASU about uh, 41 to probably 17 in this game. Uh, don't forget to uh, follow our podcasts, uh, subscribe through Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, remember to follow the Locked on Sun Devils Twitter page and follow us. Uh, I'm Connor Drios. You can find me at Cdrios on Twitter. I'm Richie Bradshaw. Follow me at RichieBrads36. And with that, we'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy uh, your Sun Devil Saturday. We'll talk to you guys next week. Forks up. Betting on the Sun Devils doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Beds podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Beds podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts.